Blog Talk Radio. Yo, we here now. Vision's clear now. Yo, it's my time and it's near now. And I'm too strong. No fear now. You can feel it when the crowd starts to cheer now. I know they want to stop me, but they've been acting cocky. I'm the underdog and that's why they think I'm sloppy. But they don't know that I've been training hard and I'll take apart any opponent with the bravest heart, the latest star. Whoever it is, I don't care. I'm moving with precision and I'm on a mission. Fulfilling ambition is my vision and I can see it's clear as day. So just let the speakers play. I've never been more ready. Judgment Day is just a week away. I'm fearless, a warrior who shows no mercy. It's too late to turn back. Now my hands are dirty. Blood on my knuckles, I'm in love with a struggle You know I can do this, so everybody's in trouble Forget what you heard and everything that they've been telling you You should be concentrating on everything that you better do Thought you could break my spirit by trying to belittle us But that's ridiculous because greatness is within us Greatness is within us Yo, we here now, this is clear now Yo, it's my time, and it's near now And I'm too strong, no fear now you can feel it when the crowd starts to cheer now. Yo, we here now. Vision's clear now. Yo, we And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. ASWF Aftermath live on the air. I'm the voice of ASWF, Michael Carnahan, joined as always by the infamous one. And you're just completely excited over there. Over just, I, I think you proved me right, but we're going to get into that. But let's go ahead and start off the top, uh, off the top with the fatal four-way that did lead into your crowning achievement, so to speak, this week, or excuse me, at the anniversary show. And the deal is with the uh, fatal four-way, it was a hard-fought, epic contest. You saw a barbed wire pallet. Cataclysm went through a barbed wire pallet at the hands of Leo Keegan. You saw all sorts of stuff. Everybody pulled out and gave it their all tonight, or at the anniversary show, excuse me. And Lee Michaels manages no matter what. He was, you know, everybody called him the underdog. Everybody called him, said that there was no way that he could possibly win this match. And all of a sudden, Lee Michaels, managed to rise to the occasion and become the ASWF champion only to have his dreams shattered and his crowning achievement ruined by my co-host and his uh, his uh, protege, so to speak, and uh, the one and only Mark Wolf being the ASWF champion or cashing in, excuse me, and becoming the ASWF champion at the end of the anniversary show. I I completely don't understand what happened there by any stretch of the imagination. It, it's completely it's completely stupid what happened. I mean, I, I guess it's very smart, but I, I'm not exactly sure what happened there. But let's go ahead and get into it because God knows I know you're wanting to gloat about how genius this plan was. You always talked about how you and Mark had a plan. So uh, we're going to bring the infamous one on here in a moment uh, and talk to him about this crazy scheme that they concocted. I mean, we talked about collusion, 
I think collusion was at its best at the end of the anniversary show when we saw that you already had a referee ready to go to cash in the golden ticket. It was a big plan. The collusion was there, and your guy was the benefactor and is now the ASWF champion. Michael, what what the hell? What, I mean, what are you talking about? What do you mean has somebody been playing there? What do you mean something's been planted? Are you been are you getting ready for the spring season and, and planting seeds already? I mean, we know you've been planting seeds out here in the real life and trying to hope for, for a good crop for fall harvest, you know, and hoping that you could find that big baby in the ground coming up. Unfortunately, we don't hope that don't happen, right? But the thing is, Michael, I don't understand what you're talking about being a collusion and all that. Have you been watching too much of uh, Trump TV or something like that about the about everything on going on? What's what's wrong with you, dude? I mean, seriously, why would you choose something? I had something planned. I had no idea what was going on. I don't know what the last minute was. Mark said he was ready. I, I, it's hard for me to believe there wasn't collusion. The co-commissioner of the ASWF just happens to have a referee shirt on underneath his his dress shirt. He just happens to have all this. And I mean, it's right there. The evidence is right there in front of you, and I can't believe you won't finally admit to it. I mean, this is your crowning achievement. You fooled us all. You fooled us all. We were finally starting to believe, hey, maybe maybe they aren't getting, you know, an extra hand up or anything. You know, maybe Bad Brad is on the up and up a little bit, at least in that aspect. And he's not giving you guys a fair advantage because of you guys' history and being friends and things like that. I, I don't understand what you mean that there wasn't collusion. It was a clear, calculated attack. You guys had planned from the time that you won the golden ticket. This was going to be your moment that you guys, you and Bad Brad, were going to get the ASWF championship. You guys may have even bumped this up before Gaston Stallion lost to Cataclysm and lost the title. This may have been the master plan all along. I don't know when you guys came up with this plan, but obviously it was a plan for you guys to cash in the golden ticket. I think I think what you got what you got going on in your mind. You've been watching too many movies, and and the thing is, you think there's always a plan. But I think what you were saying, and you watched that 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 replay when you seen Brad Brad, you slowed it down replay and start playing a song like this. Uh, that was kind of that's kind of sick, ain't it? I mean, you you were thinking about that guy, was he? You weren't thinking about Brad. You just worried about somebody taking off their shirt for the end of the night. That, I, what do you mean? Explain to me one more time, Michael, where you think I said, "Hey, you need to start undressing and putting, and, and 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 count the three count on for the referee shirt." I mean, I don't know, I don't get it, Michael. I mean, what do you think I did? Made a phone call to, "Hey, Brad, tonight I want you to wear that referee shirt." And, and uh, dress up and then and do this and that. I mean, I had it was on the get go. It was on the go. I did not know anything about. It. I was, I was enjoying watching the Fatal Four Way, and like I said, I admit it. I met Mark said, "Hey, I'm ready to go cash in," and I did not know what was going on. But I had I said that something there was a big commotion going on in the back. 
I went back there. I went out there and got the refs. There's something going on in the back is what I was told. And I got them to the back. And next thing I knew, Mark's the ASWF heavyweight champion, Michael. You, you're just you, – you, you're hmm, just going to keep composed. But the thing is, with this whole deal, Mark Wolf is the ASWF champion. Bottom line. Bottom line. I've got to give it to him. Y'all were brilliant in your oh. strategy. Strategy. What are you trying to prove here, Michael? What kind, are you trying to piece a puzzle together? And are you trying to piece a puzzle together and say, "Hey, I'm putting one piece at a time together," and you're going to go, "Y'all, y'all, y'all, y'all." I I don't understand. But at the end of the night, Michael, that Mark Wolf was the hand raised, and unfortunately, I told you, did I not for weeks on building up till the journey of the anniversary show that Mark was watching the Evolution title. He was watching the tag team titles. And he's watching ASWF. He was his choosing what he wanted to do. At the end of the night, he found out what he wanted to do. I don't think at the last minute is that something was going on in the back. He told me to go get the refs and tell him to get to the back because there was a big commotion back here going on with some wrestlers and fighting in the locker room. And I went back there to get them. All goodness to my heart, I was, I was trying to help the company for once. And then after that, that's when you see Mark prevail as the ASWF favorite championship. Well, I mean, now I got to ask, though, you, you said you guys were watching the matches and you guys were calculating what moment that you guys wanted to cash in uh, that golden ticket. Why not cash in after the ladder match? A hellacious ladder match for the Evolution title. Why didn't you cash in on a, on a prone Ray Ray that had been, that was obviously hurt? He wasn't 100%. Why not cash in on Ray? Why did it have to be that moment? And that's why I say there was a plan. The reason why there, I didn't cash in, excuse me, I didn't have to cash in. The reason why me and Mark decided not to cash in on the ladder match is because Michael and Locke, you're in vocabulary. We, uh, we do show respect to vets in the business. And the only person we didn't have respect for that came prevailed and we watched it was that sleazy, no good, low down, nothing but a thorn in everybody's butt, Lee Michaels. I have history with him. I sit at that announcer desk, Michael, just like you did a long time ago, sitting there. Lee Michaels would come out there. It don't matter what kind of day he was having. He always had to make a fat joke. He always had to say something to my face all the time. He always had to make a rude comment. You know what? And he tried to accuse Mark of cheating and say that he, he was the one that run, uh, won the uh, – um, uh, the uh, Battle Royal. And, you know, in great sights and good minds, it was not just Mark Wolf. Mark Wolf was the one that won fair and square and became the golden ticket winner. And then after the golden ticket, man, we carried it all around the ASWF and showed everybody. I'm telling you, Michael, that's just jealousy running through your veins. You're, you always got to say this conclusion or Mark's cheating, re-cheating. You always think everybody's cheating. The only thing that's ever cheated in your life was the time that you were the one that got lost in the shuffle, my friend. You're the one that had to sit back and take a back seat to everything. You know, and, and, and fortunately, I was in the front row and I was in the driver's seat the whole time, but I didn't have nothing to do with that. Well, we'll see what happens going into this. But, I mean, while we're talking about collusion, I might as well go ahead and bring on our first guest of the night, the uh, co-commissioner of the ASWF, Mr. Bad Brad. And, Brad, it's wonderful to have you on here tonight. But I've got to ask. I mean, I'm not getting it out of Double J. I'm ready for you to admit it. 
there was a plan in place. I mean, it was a genius. I'll give you that. It was a genius plan, but there was a plan in place for Mark Wolf to become the ASWF champion at that moment. Y'all knew it before the show? How can you sit there and address an authority figure? How can you sit there and just start accusing a 40 figure? Do you go to work in real life and look at your boss and go, you know what? You ain't doing this right. Your shirt looks bad. You are just a loser. You look like your hair's not doing right. That's what you probably probably feels by you pointing that finger over there. I feel offended because I have to work for the company. But unfortunately, you know what? I work for the greatest commissioner in ASWF history, man. I'm telling you, show some respect in this business. You get a long way. You ever been that way? Have you ever got any, got any respect, Michael? Has you ever people showed you respect? I mean, I try to, but it's kind of hard. Well, I mean, without further ado, Brad, there's a lot of there's a lot of accusations that have been flaunted about. I, what do you say? Well, I mean, there's going to be accusations, and let me go ahead and set the record straight. There was a plan in place. But it's not the plan that you want to bring up in, in so-called collusion. But, yes, there was a plan in place to make Mark Wolf the ASWF champion. Is it collusion? No, I'm not going to give you the satisfaction of that. And I'll make that explanation later on tonight of what really went down. But, no. So quit trying to accuse everybody of, you know, getting together and making some big concocted plan that's just not how it went down. And I'm sorry to bust your little bubble, but, you know, that's it. Okay. I, I mean, you said there was no big concocted plan, but, I mean, the referee shirt. Address that. Why did you have the referee shirt underneath your underneath your dress shirt that you had on for the anniversary show? Because I sweat. No. Well, see, Michael, here's the difference between me and, and Joey Britt and, and Rock and Ricky Rowan. As commissioner of the ASWF, I realized that I serve a, a purpose, and that purpose is, you know, I guess it's the, the whole thing about a man that wears many hats. They needed a referee. I'm always on call to do my job effectively as the ASWF commissioner. That's the difference between me and a bum like Joey Britt and an even bigger bum than rocking Ricky Rowan is the simple. Hang on one second. I'm getting a phone call here. Take over. Somebody's got a phone ringing. It, it, it sounds like the, the co commissioner's taking a phone call. Mark and Double J are. Now, you want the truth? Yeah, I you want the truth. Here's the truth. That fat idiot had nothing to do with any of it. Huh? Had nothing to do with any of it. In fact, we've been using him, or I've been using him for almost two and a half years now to get to where I'm at in this company. What? Yeah. Yeah. The perfect pawn. An idiot. And guess what? You know what was simple about it? It's the fans. The fans booed him the entire step of the way. You know why? Because they identify with him. Because they're morons. They're easily, it's like, what is it, Play-Doh. You can just mold them and they'll do whatever you want to. So there's your collusion, Michael. There's your legit answer. Is he coming back? 
I don't want to ruin things. Hey, hello. Hey, hello. Hey, buddy. Hey, something's wrong with the phone, dude. I, I yeah. hear him and it's messing up. What's wrong with the phone? I don't know. It's all about it. They probably let him. They probably want some order or something. Hey. Hey. I'm still, I'm trying to hear more. Brother, hear him himself, right? He was drinking and and partying, and I said, "You're still." I'm I'm trying to get hold of him at the phones, phones though, that or something. But how's everything going, man? Hey, I, I everything's good. Uh, hey, hey. Do you remember the anniversary show, Michael? Yeah. Do you like a little bit more today. Then keep your mouth shut. How about that? Move on. Next category, please. Hey. Well, I I mean, we we. we we're going to talk about the tag titles here. You know, the dirty little gang and the the dirty little gang and the inf- and the infamous connection. Excuse me. I apologize. I got both of you sitting here. But the dirty little gang and lethal injection went to war for the tag team titles. And I've got to ask you about another decision that was made that night. Uh, Big Pun shows up as a late replacement for... Slam. I, uh, why? I understand Slam couldn't make it, but why did it not happen? Why Why did the match even happen? I, I ask myself why every time I hear you talk. <laughs> are you going to do something? And are you going to do it effectively, or do I need to get Terrence Ward back? Maybe Cornbread's not busy because you're killing me. But you want to know something? And I think if 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 – if Ray was here, or even Double J could tell you, the match was Lethal Injection versus the Dirty Little Gang. And the Dirty Little Gang consists of anybody and everybody that's in the Dirty Little Gang. So, Slam couldn't make it. They found a replacement for him. The match happened, and, well, the little boys lost. So, Well, my problem here is Brad and Breyer prepared for Slam and Dirty Little Dave. They didn't prepare for Big Pun. They didn't prepare for they did they prepared for Slam and Dirty Little Dave. They 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 had no game plan for this guy. They came to the arena not knowing that that was going to happen, and this was their shot at becoming ASWF Tag Team Champions again. It's almost like you robbed them. First of all, I didn't rob anyone. See, the difference is a true champion, a true champion prepares for the dirty little game, not just two in particular opponents. I mean, hell, dirty little Dave's like 90 years old. He may not make it. So you got to see a replacement in there. But the fact that Slam wasn't there, they were slipping. Maybe they let this, this instant, you know, I, they told me when I told them they had to earn it that they'd been here for three years. Well, where was it? Where was the preparation? Where was the hunger in their eyes for that tag team title? They didn't have it. They had it. Yeah, exactly. Dried up. Uh, so, anyways, what I'm saying though is that when you are just like uh, just like Ray in his uh, Evolution title match, had I come through and maybe given Shane a, a, a match and he lost, and then Ray had a different opponent. A true champion will have prepared himself for everybody that he could possibly face, and they didn't do their homework, and that's why they left the arena that night 
without their tag team titles. And we're going to get into the ladder match here in a little while and the only the second ever Grand Slam champion of the ASWF, Ray Ray, is going to be joining us live here in studio. But the next thing that I want to – first of all, when you address Ray, let me tell you something. First of all, he called his shot while we're talking about Grand Slams. That's some Babe Ruth-type crap. Duke called his shot before the show even started. He was coming out of the title. Second of all, he's an ASWF Hall of Famer and an Icon Award winner, so you give him his respect. You got it? Now, see, the last time I checked, he wasn't replaced by anybody at the anniversary show. I, I mean, all respect goes to Ray. He definitely pulled it off. But the other thing I want to address before we move on in the tag team match is the fact the referee, the official assigned to the contest, I want to know, I want to know what's going to be done. What's going to be done about the fact that the referee blatantly showed favoritism to the Dirty Little Gang? The lethal injection had the victory. Had the victory at hand, had him pinned for the three, and referee Danny did not count the three count. He counted one, two, and then stopped. And he reveals underneath his shirt that he's got a Dirty Little Gang shirt. What's the deal like? What type of punishment are we looking at for him? Because that's obvious favoritism being shown by an official in the ASWF. I'm going to have to look into it. I didn't fully see that one. That's why that's my story. I'm going to stick with that. Did you know about it before the not before the before the match went off? I know that he said his arm was a little sore, so maybe in that three he had got hurt or something. I mean, I look, I'm looking at stuff for the welfare. The guy's a well-traveled referee. He's been on the road a lot. I mean, it's sore. Sometimes stuff happens. So that doesn't mean favoritism. Why do you always try to make this about something that it's not? I mean, damn, do you work for CNN? It's my job to get the answers that the ASWF fans want. And they want answers to why Lethal Injection are not the tag team champions, as rightfully some. Great education, but that's not happening either. I mean, some some ASWF fans point to that and say that is why Lethal Injection are not the tag team champions today. So, is it because of uh, Danny Jackson, or is it because of Big Time? See, you're killing me, Michael. You have gone to my Two or three different directions. Don't say, am I wrong? Look, he first he comes out and he goes, well, it's because big pun. It wasn't slam. Now it's the referee's fault. I don't think it matters. Let's face it. The bottom line, they lost. Bottom line. I think that, you know, it's just like at a – it's just like Michael all the time wants to point fingers at somebody all the time, and he just can't get the story. He's, like you said, trying to be like CNN, but he can't get to the exact pinpoint what's going on. And and uh, now he's trying to be like Fox News, you know, and just look, he's, he's throwing his microphone in his face like, I only got one second to talk to you. Come on, give me the scoop, give me the scoop, give me the scoop. <laughs> and then the scoop is, they lost. Like you told me before, Michael to my face. An L's an L. What's it spell? L-O-S-T. Lost. Just like they used to be lost and lost those in ASWF, buddy. My, my point is this. My point is this. Obviously, the deck was stacked against lethal injection in what should have been a fair contest. They 
they obviously overcame that just about. And then how many cards are in a deck of cards? Fifty-two. Well, apparently they only brought forty-eight. So I don't know what the other four happened, but that's it. Done. Bottom. Finished. Stop. Stop. Stop it. Stop with your your analogies and your predictions and all of this. You're yeah, exactly. How many? They didn't get nothing. Stop. For real. You are absolutely incredible right now, Michael, with the fact that you are trying to make something out of nothing. Let's be honest. Lethal Injection lost the match. It wasn't because of a brand-new opponent, or it wasn't because of a referee who potentially showed favoritism. It was because they weren't prepared for any and every outcome, and that's the way it is night in and night out inside the ASWF. You have to expect the un. Expected. It's just the way it is, and it's the way it's always been, and it will not ever go away. Bottom line. Well, I mean, I would completely agree. You have to expect the unexpected when it comes to the ASWF. But uh, I guess yet again, I'm not going to get a uh, uh, fair answer out of this. But uh, the question that the next match that I want to discuss with you is the submission match. Max Stone and Will Cage. Max Stone went in there and had a valiant effort. And he he took it to Max Stone. Will Cage came in and he took it to Max Stone and gave him everything he had and everything Max Stone could handle. But at the end of the day, the arm injury caught up, and he, I, I got to ask, though, why would you allow Max to sign the waivers and put his career on the line and put his career in jeopardy for this one match? Why Why not? If he wants to go at it with uh, Max Stone with a broken hand, that's his obligation. That's his responsibility at the end of the night. I told him, I said, I don't think it's in your best interest to do this, but if you want to go ahead and do this because he felt like he should and he's a solid, uh, capable wrestler, I said, here, sign this paperwork. And he signed the paperwork relieving ASWF of any liability, and it was all on him. So why now are you attacking me? Double J, I want to understand this, and maybe someone can, can clarify this to me. Why am I being subjected to this questioning for giving a competitor the opportunity to wrestle with a broken arm? Michael, explain to me where I'm in the wrong for this. I tried to talk him out of it. He didn't want to do it, and I respect him for that. But in all fairness to to, to me, why attack me over a decision that an able-bodied competitor made to wrestle with a broken hand. He signed the liability papers. There was no liability on ASWS part. Well, I mean, I'm not attacking you in this case. I, I was just asking what the th- thought process was as far as that goes. And uh, Max, uh, Max obviously had the advantage, and Will knew that. So I- I'll give you that one. The deal is with this whole deal, Will is – Will is an obviously an able-bodied competitor. He has the background 
uh, the mixed martial We get it. We get it. We get it. Damn, we get it. The thing is, you're not getting the fact. Are you the next Johnny Cochran? I mean, is that what you're doing here tonight? I mean, we got to know. I mean, the match was Max Stone with blue trunks. I'm trying to get you. I'm trying to get you to compare different. You know, he is a black male, African African American male, and uh, and he sometimes wears red trunks. You know, but he is a black African male. Will is a uh, ASWF superstar as well, but he's a white male. And so that's your difference between the two, because you're the dummy is getting them mixed up in the mix here if you go back and listen to this. So the thing is, the one that went out with a broken hand was the guy that looks like Jack Sparrow kind of guy, technical wrestler, not going to make fun of him, but I mean, yeah. And then you got Max Stone that's uh, chiseled like a stone, man. I mean, come on, Michael, what's going to happen? I mean, you got to give it up to Will. He showed grit. He showed toughness. And, you know, you got to give him his props. I mean, Brad, even you've let's got to. Him, let's, just give it, let's just give him my hand. <laughs> let's give him my hand. That's appalling. I mean, Brad, you've got to be impressed, though, with the grit and toughness of Will Cage to go. And for the Matt Hardy, it was broken. <laughs> Y'all two, y'all two are just beyond me. You've got to give him his props, though. He the toughness he showed. Put on his hands so that that cast doesn't fall apart. Well, I mean, so he can prop it up. Because I heard that you have to keep like the blood flow in it or something. Am I wrong? No, I mean, that's not wrong, and I mean, you alluded to it. That was actually what Will, what Max Stone keyed in from the very beginning of the match. Max Stone obviously took off the protective covering off that uh, broken hand, and he he was a genius. He zeroed in on it like a shark, and he was able to finish off uh, Will Cage. I, I mean, very impressive very impressive victory for Max Stone moving moving on into the uh, in the Evolution division, and it'll be interesting to see how the rankings shake out past that. Now, speaking of the Evolution division, let's get into a match that a lot of fans feel stole the show, so to speak, in the ASWF anniversary show, uh, the ladder match. I mean... Let's just let's just go let's just go off of it right there. Let's start out. Where was you during the ladder match? Oh, that's right. You was ring announcing it. Did you see any of it? Was actually watching it all. I didn't ring announce that one. Um, the thing is, what was your impressions? Did it exceed your expectations? It definitely blew my mind. The stuff that these men were willing to go through to become Evolution champions. Well, first of all, I knew that when Ray Ray approached me and wanted that match, and we signed that match into being official, that we were going to get everything and more out of that match. And then I thought to myself, I said, you know, it's the anniversary show, 19 years, and I hate the fans with a passion, but I wanted to give back to the community 
because at the end of the day, they still wake up in Tuckerman, Arkansas, and they have to go, oh, my God, what happened to me? Then they look in the mirror, and they understand they're just pathetic. But coming back to it, I said, you know what? How am I going to make? And so I didn't actually approach Ray or Shane beforehand until the night of the show. And I made the announcement that I was bringing in a third competitor for that ladder match. And, well, I did. And, yeah, it was intimidating being in there with the likes of uh, Big Vicious and, and Idol Bane and Rotten Randy and Ray Ray and then telling them, hey, um, I added something to this match. But at the end of the night, you know, it just goes to prove why you saw the icon winner this year, the ASWF Hall of Famer, and the self-proclaimed and, uh, what, bona fide ASWF Evolution Champion, Ray Ray, prevailed. Now, granted, there was a stoppage in that match, a huge stoppage in that match over, over questionable decision-making, obviously, but at the same time, Ray Ray came out ahead. Well, and see, that was something I wanted to get into with you was the addition of Austin to that match, and you kind of hit on it there. Was that a uh, was that kind of a mutual decision between you and the other co-commissioner? Uh, was that a was that a mutual decision between you and the other co-commissioner Joey Britt as far as adding Josh Cross, or was that a decision that you uh, that you made? I mean, I, I I thought Josh Cross was owed that. And, you know, at the end of the night, it is, it is what it's going to be. And, and I'll personally say I had nothing to do with that. But I, I wanted to give everybody in that match the opportunity to shine. And, and, unfortunately, there was a few that didn't. But it is what it is. Definitely, definitely. What did you think about the decision? What did you gentlemen think about the decision to send MVC to the back about halfway through that ladder match? Uh, MVC interjected themselves into that match on Ray Ray's behalf, and they were thrown. They were shown the door, so to speak, and told, you know, barred from ringside. Uh, what did you think about that decision? As a manager, I've got to ask you, Jay, first. Well, you know, just like you, it ain't fair that you don't get to be, you know, breathing this air that I breathe. It ain't fair for me to sit here in the same room with you. So, was not fair for them to be leaving? Uh, one of their, uh, you know, one of their teammates or, you know, what they call so-called brotherhood there. I don't think it was fair. But, you know, in the back of your head, Michael, you got to think, with the MVC or without the MVC, Ray's going to be on top anyway. I mean, that's, that's just my, my decision about that. I just think Ray was going to win it all anyway. My money, if I was, like I told you, before he even came to go to the show, if I had my bet and money, it was going to be on Ray Ray the whole time. And I was not discounting your 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 uh, little uh, fan favorite uh, in St. Jane. I just knew in the back of my head he just didn't have the experience or the or the galls to even climb a ladder, you know. But he did. But he did. I mean, let me tell you what he did. You know, what he proved to me. He proved me he could hang with Ray without him, and Ray could hang with him without NBC's help. So at the end of the night, it was a, a good match to me. It was 100% more than 100%. They gave they left it all out in the ring. Oh, no, yeah. I mean, this time of year you talk about moments, and that was definitely quite a few moments in that ASWF uh, Anniversary 19 ladder match. 
Brad, what what's your thoughts as the commissioner? What are your thoughts as far as MVC being uh, thrown to the back? Do you agree with the decision? How did you feel about that when you saw that go down? I mean, obviously, obviously, I mean, I was kind of handling some business. I was getting the shirt fitted. But um, to be honest with you, though, I mean, that was at the discretion of, of the referee in charge of the match at that time. And I'm not going to question the referee. Uh, you know, I know you've tried to get me to do that all night long, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to allow him to be the decision maker. And in the end, just like I pretty much kind of knew and, and, and everybody that was intelligent knew, Ray didn't need NBC. Ray's made a career before NBC. He'll make a career after NBC. And he proved it again when he absolutely destroyed Insane Shane. I mean, I think that we're still trying to figure out how to get Insane Shane out of the material that the ladder's made out of because he's stuck in it right now. No kidding. Um, You know, there was so much going on and so many gears that had to turn just just right the way that uh, I planned them Friday night or Saturday night. I may have been a little busy. Hey, I mean, before we bring in the newest Grand Slam champion in the ASWF, uh, we're going to go ahead and talk about, uh, we're going to go ahead and let Double J final thoughts on this ladder match. Well, just a reminder, you know, to call in to talk about any of these matches we're talking about tonight, the phone number is going to be 347-989-1171. If anybody's got any thoughts or inputs about any of these matches we're discussing, you feel more welcome to call this number. Any fan out there that's listening and here as of Aftermath, that is 347-989-1171. Call that number in. You can speak to Bad Brad. You can address him. You can address Michael Banana Hands as a – as the Russian would always call, if he ever called in, I, you know, I ain't seen him since the anniversary show, Michael. Or you know, you can you know address me, the infamous one. Or also, our guest comes on, Ray Ray would be here as well. Three four seven nine eight nine eleven seventy one. That's the number. Well, I see him getting ready to walk in here with his brand new shiny belt coming into the uh, Subhomes Vapor Studio. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to bring in the newest. ASWF Grand Slam champion, Ray Ray.
Well, here he is, ladies and gentlemen. Without further ado, first off, I want to congratulate you. You are only the second Grand Slam champion in ASWS glorious history, 19 years and counting. And, I mean, I can't help but notice you came in here. You were favoring your leg. You were walking with a limp. I've got to, I've got to say, how's the pain? Well, apparently, as you can tell, it hurts. Still hurting. Even pain pills, lube, it doesn't help the effect of the pain. Well, I, I'm i not quite sure how that second one would help the pain, but, you know, hey, I mean, to each their own. First off, let's go ahead and go through the match here. Uh, first thing, first surprise, really, of the night, Josh Cross being added into the ladder match. What was going through your mind when the co-commissioner came out and uh, and inserted the third man into the match? Well, you know, at first, I ain't gonna lie. At first, I was happy because you know we ran as a tag team, but out of the blue, at the beginning, he kicks me in the side of the head, threw me off, kind of bumfuzzled my game plan there for a second. But then, as you've seen, I emerged victorious. You know, kind of like glorious. Glorious? Well, you're not that stupid, are you? No, not stupid at all. Or I try not to be. Sometimes apparently you were stupid enough. You got took off the microphone for the night. Yeah, I, 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 I did. I did uh, give the announcing duties over to Cornbread for the night. But the, but the deal is here with the uh, ladder match. As you were going through, you know, everybody says they have a game plan until they get hit in the mouth. What was your game plan going in? Were you, was it just to ground Insane Shane and take away the ability to, you know, use that MMA background of his? Well, the whole game plan is do what I do best, go out there and show why I am an ASWF Hall of Famer, why I was not, I was picked as the Icon Award winner, why I am the second Grand Slam champion in ASWF history. Show him what I do best, and that's, Pardon my French here. Kick ass and take names. And, you know, as bad as I hate to say it, entertain the fans. They 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 trade their food stamps in for money to get in. You know, some of them go out there and they pick up cans and sell cans. And, you know, some of them even sell their body. You know, <clears throat> but at the same time, I'm not really worried about what the fans think of me. Because I am my own person, and I do what I want, when I want, and how I want, and with who I want. And that is beat somebody down, take the belt, go home, and celebrate. So, obviously, you had a uh, pretty good game plan going in there in the first half of the match. You know, you you had your guys there out there uh, with you during the uh, during the first half of that ladder match. And then all of a sudden, you know, things kind of went haywire. And MVC interjected themselves and were then subsequently thrown out of the match. Uh, what was going through your mind when you saw when you looked up and saw your guys being thrown away from ringside? Well, I'm going to steal an idea from you here. It was a conspiracy to keep me from becoming the second Grand Slam champion ever, you know. 
because, you know, unfortunately, Mr. Human Rerun, Austin Lane, I mean, because once you've seen one of his matches, you've seen them all. Um, it was a conspiracy to get me to lose and let the win the match. But like I said before, he cannot beat me. Well, I mean, obviously at this point it's still a triple threat, but going into uh, the latter stages of the match, uh, he cut open on one of your opponents, and he is subsequently uh, disqualified from competition. And uh, then, you know, it becomes a one-on-one match. Did you prefer – were you happy when that happened? I know you said, you know, you were first happy when, Josh. You know – we're just going to – it was – that's a touchy subject. You know, when you got three guys out there th- putting their body on the line, you got three guys out there giving it their all, and then you have something like that happen, you – it's a touch, It's a questionable and touchy subject. Now, was I happy that it became one-on-one? I really didn't care because there was one goal on my mind, and that was to climb the ladder rung by rung by rung by rung by rung by rung and grab that title and become the second Grand Slam champion in ASWF history and prove why I am the savior of the Evolution Division. Well, you mentioned you're the savior of the Evolution Division, and you did indeed once again become the ASWF Evolution Champion and only the second ever Grand Slam. Boy, you are really retarded, aren't you? That was the whole point of me saying that when I win the Evolution Champion I'll, Championship, I will be the second Grand Slam Champion ever. That means I had never held the Evolution title. That means once I win that belt, I will become the second person in ASWF history to hold every title ASWF ever had. It's okay. We understand. We had to upgrade the cornbread. Well, anyways, getting back into it, with all due respect, I got to ask, now that you've been through this hellacious ladder match, And probably, you know, a lot of people are saying this is an instant classic and one of the greatest matches in ASWF's history. You've got to ask, coming out of that match, have you earned a new respect for the former champion in St. Shane? How do you feel now about the former champion? Well, he gave it his all. That's all I can say. But, again, (laughs) he came up a little bit short. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Co-commissioner, i got to ask you, is there anything you want to say to your brand-new Grand Slam champion, Ray Ray? Nothing that hadn't already been said behind closed doors. I mean, congratulations, and uh, can I wipe that off your chin? I mean, you know, what what am I going to say to him? He's an ASWF Hall of Famer, an Icon Award winner. He's the Grand Slam champion now. I mean, what more is there to say other than congratulations? I mean, can you really congratulate him on something you knew he had already accomplished before he even stepped foot in the ring? I mean, the match was a formality. At the end of the night, he was walking out of there with the Evolution title come hell or high water. 
Well, Ray, I have another question for you. What your questions are irrelevant. Um, you say you're a wrestling fan at heart, right? Right. Well, Mark, smart, whatever you want to call it. Right or wrong. Right. You have watched previous matches of mine. Absolutely. So you knew what all I was willing to do, what all I was willing to go through, put my body through, put my opponents through to win that match, right or wrong. Absolutely. So why in the hell would you have any question if I was going to win or not? I, with all due respect, and I laid this out to uh, the infamous one on one of our previous co- on one of our previous podcasts going into this match, I I wasn't sure that you were ready to deal with something that I didn't believe you had seen before, and that was the incorporation of the MMA style that that insane shame brings. And I, I, I mean, I, I think I, I thought he would give you trouble. It's something. He really can't fight with a torn rotator cuff, can you? And I mean, you're right. Now, now we come to find out that Insane Shane does have a torn rotator cuff. I mean, and obviously that's going to discount him for a little while. You know. As much as I despise the little scrawny dude, I mean, even when he puts black tights on, he's so skinny, he looks like a toothpick with black tape. But I will say this. The, the, I mean, he looks like a 12-year-old in the ring, but he does have heart. He gave it his all. But he cannot hang with somebody of my caliber. He cannot hang with – well, I mean, he can hang, you know, up on the ladder. He can hang upside down like he did a couple times. But at the same time, he had heart. It just was not his night. And you are right about that. One thing I do have to ask, you know, now that Insane Shane is on the shelf with this torn rotator cuff, you uh, people are calling you the savior of the evolution division. I've got to ask, what are your plans now? in the Evolution Division now that you have conquered the division? Well, it's just simple. I'm going to do what I do best. I'm going to hold this title as long as I want until I'm tired of defending it, and then I'll move on to something else. But as of right now, I am content with the Evolution title. I'm content with taking on, I would say, all comers, but anybody that earns a shot, at my title. It's not, I'm not insane chain. I'm not going to go out there and give these fans the satisfaction of laying out an open challenge. I'm not going to give these fans the satisfaction of boosting up one of their superhero wannabe guys to get their ego up where they want to think they can hang with me. You have to earn a shot at my title. You have to be worthy of standing in the ring with me. I'm not, you know, some 105-pound dude with a brick in my pocket. I am not. These fans mean nothing to me. These fans are not even worthy of touching me when I come out. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, you alluded to it. There, there, you said that you're going to have to earn your way 
I've got to ask, you know, there was quite a few Evolution matches on the anniversary show card, and I know you were watching the division closely, you know, should you have become, which you did, the Evolution champion at anniversary show. Is there anybody that you have your eye on in the Evolution division? Will Cage, uh, Max Stone, Steve-O? Is there anybody that you have your eye on? You really just say Steve-O. He makes two of us. He is way overweight for the Evolution division. He looks like he had a helium hose stuck up his butt. But at the same time, I'm not worried about anybody. I'm confident in my abilities in the ring. There ain't a person in that locker room, Evolution division, heavyweight division, any division in that locker room, there is not a person that can hang with me in the ring. Well, that's certainly interesting, and I believe the infamous one wants to congratulate you about your uh, on your Evolution title win, and he may have some more comments. Ray, I just want to tell you congratulations. I knew from the journey we started this uh, to the anniversary show, I knew from day one, and behind the scenes, you know, Michael was always doubting you, saying that Ray was not going to be uh, champion, and he said that, you know, he was for the underdog. He said, you know, if if Ray loses to uh, Insane Shane, he goes, man, this guy's going to be lost in the ASWF shuffle somewhere. And I said, how can you say that about a Hall of Famer like that? I mean, he's the, you know, just got an Icon Award. He is the Hall of Famer, and now he's a Glam Slam winner. What do you do What do you do now, Michael, that, that that's in your face now? I mean, it's just like he's up front and center, and now sitting right beside you here in the beautiful studios and sub on Vapors. I mean, telling you, hey, the belt, look at that belt. Look how pretty that belt is he's got. I mean, <laughs> the Evolution title is no, looking nothing better around this guy's waist right here in front of me on the, on, on the studios right now, uh, uh, right here in front of us, Michael. Well, definitely, and once again, you know, before we let you go, I do have to say my congratulations to you, not only on winning the Evolution title and becoming a Grand Slam winner, but congratulations on your Icon Award earlier in the night. That is the most civilized thing you have ever said to me. Usually you're, just like Double J said, usually you're behind closed doors, dogging me, you know, worried about your personal life instead of the company like you should be, you know. I mean, you finally found somebody to lower their standards to be with you. Well, Ray, before we let you go and go to our uh, commercial break here at halftime, is there anything else you want to let these fans know? Yeah, there is. I am so sorry y'all people have to listen to Michael Bananahan. You know, (laughs) at least y'all are not stuck in a studio with him and you smell the body odor. I mean, he looks like he hasn't shaved in two two months. He looks homeless. And one more thing, Michael. This is the funnest thing that I can do while I'm around you. Ah! Ow! Why? And then you just go walk away? Ow! Ow! Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be right back. We're going to get you ready. Myself, the infamous one, and the co-commissioner are going to get you ready for the ASWF Saturday Night Show this Saturday night, Valiant Arena. Come down if you can or listen to us live on Talk Radio 49. We'll be back in just a moment. 
Are you looking for the best deals for your vaping needs and accessories? Then check out the guys at Sub Ohm Vapors. With daily specials on a wide selection of mods and juices, they will surely become your one-stop shop. Ray and the guys at Sub Ohm Vapors located at 6929 JFK Boulevard, Suite C in North Little Rock, Arkansas. Want to see you? Join them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. But more importantly, visit the store or call 501-392-6487. Sub Ohm Vapors. Vape it like you built it. Yo, we here now. Vision's clear now. Yo, it's my time and it's near now. And I'm too strong. No fear now. You can feel it when the crowd starts to cheer now. I know they wanna stop me, but they've been acting cocky I'm the underdog and that's why they think I'm sloppy But they don't know that I've been training hard And I'll take apart any opponent with the bravest heart The latest star, whoever it is, I don't care I'm moving with precision and I'm on a mission Fulfilling ambition is my vision And I can see it's clear as day So just let the speakers play I've never been more ready Judgment day is just a week away I'm fearless, a warrior who shows no mercy It's too late to turn back, now my hands are dirty Blood on my knuckles, I'm in love with a struggle No, I can do this, so everybody's in trouble Forget what you heard and everything that they've been telling you You should be concentrating on everything that you better do Thought you could break my spirit by trying to belittle us But that's ridiculous because greatness is within us Greatness is within us Yo, we here now, this is clear now Yo, it's my time, and it's near now And I'm too strong, no fear now you can feel it when the crowd starts to cheer now Yo, we here now, vision's clear now Yo, it's my time, and it's here now And I'm too strong, no fear now You can feel it when the crowd starts to cheer now I'm fearless, a warrior who shows no mercy It's too late to turn back now, my hands are dirty Blood on my knuckles, I'm in love with a struggle No, I can do this so everybody's in trouble Forget what you heard and everything that they've been telling you You should be concentrating on everything that you better do Thought you could break my spirit by trying to belittle us But that's ridiculous because greatness lives within us uh, And this ain't gonna be a walk in the park This sport is an art What you thought was a spark is a fire burning This is higher learning And your whole damn team need entire learning Let him pray, let him beg and plead Everything you ever see is everything you I'll never be, I'll never let him stick to me You screaming for a referee He'll never be a better me and nobody's ahead of me There'll never be a better me and nobody's ahead of me We're here now, we're clear now Yo, it's my time, and it's here now And I'm too strong, no fear now You can feel it when the crowd starts to cheer now Yo, we're here now, we're clear now Yo, it's my time, and it's here now And I'm too strong, no fear now Yo, we here now, vision's clear now, and it's my time, and it's near now, and I'm too strong, no fear now, you can sit up on the crowd for Let's go! Yo, we here now, vision's clear now, yo, it's my time, and it's... And we will be back in the Valiant Arena this Saturday night for another rousing ASWF show. 
And we've got the co-commissioner here, obviously, tonight in the sub on Vapor Studios. And we got the infamous one. So I've got to ask the question, or the elephant in the room, so to speak, is Lee Michaels' rematch clause. So I'm going to ask you both. And I'll give you both ample time to answer. But I've got to ask you both. Lee Michaels is technically owed a rematch. What? What say you about Lee Michaels possibly cashing in that rematch opportunity? Hey, Michael, I gotta ask you, where do you start throwing your throwing your hands up, going, um, throwing your hands up in there, going, Lee Lee needs this uh, rematch. What I mean, what are you getting at, Michael? What are you saying that he technically gets this rematch? He can, he technically gets this rematch. It's in the contract. It's what in the contract? contract? Where was that contract, Michael? There's always a contract that the former champion has his rematch clause. How, okay, grant me, grant me, how was he a former champion when he was only a set, uh, six minutes? Six seconds, six seconds, six seconds. But he defeated Cataclysm to become the ASW champion. The last champion always gets a rematch. He was only a six second. Yeah, he was only a six second champion. Six seconds does not count. Look at ASW history. He lost in six seconds. First of all, let me stop both of you right there. The last time I checked, I control the action that goes on inside the ASWF, not anybody else. We have that clear? When I say goes, regardless of who feels what, Absolutely. Double J, I mean, uh, what are your thoughts, though? Should Lee Michaels get a rematch? you got to ask that same question again. He just advised me and you that he was one that controls everything in ASWF. No matter what me and you say, six seconds. I, I'm just going to state my opinion. I'm not overriding what he says. I'm just saying six seconds, he was not champion. For only six seconds, that's not even a clause to even get a rematch. Mark is a full-time champion now. He's been the longest reigning right now, starting out after anniversary show. So, Lee Michaels only six seconds. That's all I'm saying. I'm not arguing with you. Well, I mean, the other elephant in the room that needs to be addressed is the man who lost the ASWF championship the first time, Cataclysm. Technically, there's a lot of legal mumbo-jumbo, mumbo but this, uh, I'm going to ask you, Co-Commissioner, according to the rules of the ASWF and the guidelines, does Cataclysm, is he in line to cash in a rematch clause for the ASWF championship? Okay, so let me go ahead and illustrate this for you in layman's terms, or as I call them, Tuckerman terms, for you and the fellow morons in Tuckerman. No. Cataclysm does not get a rematch clause because in order to exercise its rematch clause, he would have to win the ASWF championship from the person he lost it to. And, well, that just didn't happen. I did it. So from here on out, he wants a title shot. He will earn that title shot. And I won't be there Saturday night. Everybody else should and damn well could be. But there may be something in it for Cataclysm. I don't know yet. But when Saturday night gets there and you pay your $5, like Ray said, through your food stamps or your WIC or however you want to do it, if you're kicking candy, 
picking up cigarette butts, selling used refrigerators. I don't care. There may be something in there for Cataclysm, but from here on out, he will earn his number one contendership back. Absolutely. 100%. There is no rematch clause for a man who is now lost the championship, but that championship has since changed hands, so therefore his rematch clause goes out the window. So what you're saying, so we can, you know, spell it out for the fans and they can understand, because Cataclysm lost the fatal four-way and Lee Michaels was then subsequently cashed in on. In six seconds, Michael, six seconds. In six seconds, that now Cataclysm's rematch is null and void, correct? Are you are you stupid? Are you stupid? Don't you don't speak. Don't speak. Are you stupid? I believe you are. I believe that you represent a stupid fan base down there that pays their hard earned money, whether they're cutting grass or picking up rocks on the side of the road. The point of the matter is, let me explain one more time before I get pissed off. To the point that no there is no rematch clause for cataclysm none whatsoever and by the way i know what you make down at aswf fix your phone it's crap well i mean that's not very nice thing to say but while we're talking about the uh, ASWF championship and things of that nature, uh, what is the what's going forward looking like as far as Mark Wolf goes? Mark Wolf obviously is still partying it up, but he does have a locker room full of hungry challengers going in. Always, you know, he's got the target on his back now, and trying to defend the ASWF championship. Brad said it many times, you're not a real champion until you defend it, and it's harder to defend it than it is to win it. What's the story going forward? So you're saying, Michael, it's harder to defend it than you win it? (laughs) What do you mean by it's harder to defend it? There's now nobody in line for the ASWF championship. We are standing at the top of the mountain, like I promised since day one, that we, excuse me, I would find somebody since I got rid of the low-down trash that we don't want to bring up that's gone out of ASWF that could even hold a jock strap to Mark Wolf. I picked out the best person in the locker room, and that was Mark Wolf to cash in to get, let me just revise it here, to go go back and, uh, and win the ASWF golden ticket. I got it, that guy, Mark Wolf, to get the golden ticket. Am I right or wrong? Absolutely, you're right. And then after that, that's when the you so-called, you're bringing up whatever, it happens. Mark Wolf, at the end of the day, has that W. No matter how you ball and squall, complain, scratch and claw, and get mad, throw your temper tantrum, Mark is the real champion in ASWF. He owes nobody a title shot. You want a title shot? Here, I'm going to put it out there for you, Michael. If anybody in ASWF wants a title shot, you're going to have to earn a title shot. You're not going to get it this Saturday night. I mean, there's not, not Lee Michaels, not Cataclysm, nobody. 
nobody in ASBF at this time, Mike, I'm telling you, earns a title shot. And nobody's ever close to being the, anything what Mark Wolf is today. Nobody in that locker room can hold his jock strap, Michael. What, what I'm saying is we stand alone. So, and then with that being said, you know, is the plan just to come out and the celebration continue this Saturday night? Are you guys planning on celebrating? i tell you what we're going to do this Saturday night. Well, we've been celebrating and celebrating and celebrating. And now Mark's been, and like you said, still, uh, he's going to be training tomorrow and Saturday morning. And uh, you know what we're going to do? We're going to show up, and we're just going to have us a night off. We're not going to even come to work. We're going to come there, show up, show us how good our championship looks around his waist, and we're going to go out, and we're going to go let the fans get a five-second set or five-minute look at us. And we're gonna get go in the back. We're gonna go out the back door, and we're leaving ASWF tomorrow. Or excuse me, Saturday night. Well, that's. I mean, I certainly have to agree. You know, Mark Wolf has established himself as the ASWF champion, and you know, to the victor goes the spoils. You guys are definitely. You guys are definitely owed a celebration. I will. I will give you that. With that being said, also this week we have on tap a Evolution Division matchup. We're going to continue sort out the rankings in the Evolution Division. As you know, there's a new champion at the top of the hill, Co-Commissioner Hicks. The deal is with that, you know, we're looking at potential challengers for the brand-new Evolution champion. How closely are you going to be following? Obviously, you said you're not going to be there, but I know you've mentioned before you have a satellite feed into the Valiant Arena to watch the action. How closely are you going to be watching this Evolution match, and are we possibly looking at future contenders for Ray's Evolution title? That'll all shake out. You'll see. That's all I'm going to say right now. I just heard some things that just really just just ticked me off. So I'm not in the mood right now, so just you go ahead. The the Evolution thing will shake itself out. I, I promise you. Just like I will put this out there right now. When I come back, when I come back, Joey can have his little fun this this week. But when I come back, I'm going to go ahead and tell you that something's coming. I'm going to put that in your little little. Hold on, you got some cornbread in your hair. Uh, I'm just going to tell you right now. There will be a bombshell dropped when I come back. You best believe it. So, I mean, obviously I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't ask. Can you get a hint? Like, trust me when I say the bomb will be let go when I come back. Not quite sure what to do about that, but, I mean, ASWF right now is feeling the backlash. That means there's going to be a bomb. You know what a bomb is, Michael? Tell me, you used to be in the Air Force. What's a bomb? <laughs> What's a bomb, Michael? I'm latching the headlock. What are you going to say? Hey, What's a bomb? A piece of artillery. <laughs> and what, what does a piece of artillery do? It, it destroys everything. And, and what does it do after it hits? It goes boom, don't it? Right. It blows stuff up. But with that being said, ASWF obviously feeling the effects and feeling the backlash, so to speak, of an amazing uh, anniversary show. And we're going to continue to feel this fallout for quite some time. 
while you're talking about bombs being dropped, quite a few bombs were dropped at the anniversary show. Obviously, the Dirty Little Gang retaining the ASWF tag team titles. Nobody saw really that coming. Really, Lethal Injection was the odds-on favorite in that matchup. And, you know, now the Dirty the dirty little gang is still ASWF tag team champions. And it's going to be interesting seeing what could potentially happen in that tag team division going forward. But I mean, you're going to have to be there this Saturday night at Cuckerman, Arkansas in the Valiant arena. You're going to have to spend your $5 kids six and under get in for free. And you're going to have to be able to be there to watch the fallout from the anniversary show. You're exactly right, Michael thing is i agree with you on that but hey look you keep asking me in private what's this bomb i don't know two weeks you have to find out i can't wait can you fill me a bomb with you <laughs> i i'm actually kind of scared as far as uh as far as this goes you I know you're gonna get fired and replaced by terrence that's what that's what the bomb show i'm hoping is hey i i i hope not hey i enjoy my job things as you know them will be different Follow my Facebook. I'll be posting about it all, what, how many weeks we got? <laughs> Three weeks. Yeah, that's right. Because I, fortunately, do not have to take my suit to the dry cleaners next week to get the stench of that crap town. I got to ask uh, the next time that uh, I see Ray how he even deals with that stench that comes uh, from that city. I mean, I know that uh, a lot of dry cleaning bills come out of there, but um, it was a great anniversary show for sure. And uh, I still am waiting on the props from from uh, Michael Banana Hand, as I like that name. I'm just going to go. Yeah, thanks to that God, Russian bastard. Um I, I'm going to have to say straight up that, uh, Michael, you have yet to give me props on that amazing, amazing uh, match that I single-handedly put together for the heavyweight championship. And speaking of that, um, where where was Deadly Dale at? Where was the commissioner's golden child? Did we see him? No, because you know what? Just like in a lot of other ways, Joey Britt failed to deliver. Failed to deliver, and what did I do? I delivered. And so let's go back. Let's just let's just go back to the whole thing real fast. Just I just want to hit on this because this has been in my mind for quite some time now. You asked me about the shirt. I want to put something else out there too, real quick, and that is, you know. I want to dispel these rumors because I know that that you're going to try and and manipulate whatever situation and through your audio uh, background, you'll probably twist it up somehow, edit me to where I sound like I say something different. But the fact is, is that I do my job and I excel at my job and everything that I do, I excel at. I was a, a great announcer. I was a great manager and I'm one hell of a commissioner. Bottom line, bottom line. And let me tell you something else, Michael. Unlike you, what I do gets results. Bottom line. And I can promise you this. I've been talking with some guys, and I've been talking with some people, and it's going to be a new 
era, a brand new era. The gloves are coming off. Everything will be brought to the light at the end in three weeks. So y'all be there this Saturday because I probably will interject myself. Oh, Mark's gone. Mark's gone. I, I guess Mark's calling again. I just left the Subhomes Vapor Studios. What an idiot. What an idiot. The guy's an idiot. You know, I sat over here and I listened to him this whole time talk about what he's going to do, what we're going to do, what, what we're going to do, talking about two people, him and Mark. And that's not how it happened. And that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. It's finally going to house that shit at some point. The plans that I made to come to fruition pisses me off. And it's because, you know what? Because every week I have to put on this stupid happy face. Like I'm just so happy to be a Tucker. I hate Tuckerman. I hate him. And I hate you. I hate all of y'all. I don't even know why I'm here. But I have to be. Because you know what? If I wasn't, you would fail. He would fail. And, well, the people in Tuckerman have already failed. So it is what it is. Right. Let me tell you something else before he gets back. You've mentioned one word about this, and you will be replaced with RC Liberty if I have anything to do with it. I can't wait to see you this Saturday. I know you can do this. And everything's great. But yeah, but it's on there. I guess I'm going to have some math. I'm going to get off here and fix some leads. The studio's baby. And I'll tell you what, I'll see you Saturday night, okay? All right. All right. All right. Bye. He said he can't wait for the bombshell this weekend. I said, I know. I said, Brian, we heard, he said he's heard Brad talking about it. He said it's a great thing that's going to happen. I'm excited, Michael. The bombshell's going to happen in three weeks, baby. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's going to happen. I, <laughs> Lee Michaels and everybody's going to get it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I – I don't know that I feel comfortable anymore. Be there this Saturday night, the Valiant Arena in Tuckerman, Arkansas. Another great night planned. The co-commissioner is not going to be there. The heavyweight champion, Evolution champion is going to be there. What is wrong with you? Get excited, Michael. We're coming to town, baby. Right, Ray's coming to town. The Grand Slam champion. That's what I'm talking about. Then your bomb's down three weeks, baby. <laughs> yes, yeah, the 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 bombshell. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you this Saturday night, Tuckerman, Arkansas, Valiant Arena. We'll see you there. Yo, we here now. Vision's clear now. Yo, it's my time, and it's near now, and I'm too strong. No fear now. You can feel it when the crowd starts to cheer now. I know they want to stop me, but they've been acting cocky. I'm the underdog and that's why they think I'm sloppy. But they don't know that I've been training hard and I'll take apart any opponent with the bravest heart, the latest star. Whoever it is, I don't care. I'm moving with precision and I'm on a mission. Fulfilling ambition is my vision and I can see as clear as day. So just let the speakers play. I've never been more ready. Judgment Day is just a week away. I'm fearless, a warrior who shows no mercy. It's too late to turn back. Now my hands are dirty. 
blood on my knuckles, I'm in love with a struggle. You know I can do this, so everybody's in trouble. Forget what you heard and everything that they've been telling you. You should be concentrating on everything that you better do. Thought you could break my spirit by trying to belittle us, but that's ridiculous because greatness is within us. Greatness is within us. Yo, we here now, this is clear now. Yo, it's my time, and it's near now. And I'm too strong, no fear now. You can feel it when the crowd starts to cheer now. Yo, we here now, this is clear now. Yo, it's my time, and it's near now. And I'm too strong, no fear now. You can feel it when the crowd starts to cheer now. 